This is the Truth Network. And a thousand times I've seen this road A thousand times I've got no roots But my home was never on the ground I've got no roots Another one bites the dust Another one bites the dust Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, but dust two. You might remember <laughs> a year ago we did but dust one, but today's show is but dust two because well, I just got some new information that that the Lord has led on uh, put on my heart to share, and so it just was right along these same lines as the show I did almost a year ago. But if you listened in the intro. Interestingly, the young lady was there saying that a thousand times I've seen this road, and she's very clear, I've got no route. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought about a road gets harder and harder the more times you run down it, and it all of a sudden becomes the path that you can't sow any seed, and when you got the devil coming and picking it up, you got no route. I mean, you can't help but pick that up. And then another one bites the dust. <laughs> When you're talking about but dust, you know, it's interesting how much our everyday language that we use all the time, what they have to do with soil and agriculture, because, you know, for centuries, that's what we've been hanging out with, dust in the wind. You know, Kansas, all we are is dust in the wind. Now, Bill, these are things to ponder right here. Sounds like a dirty topic to me. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a, so... I just want to start out by playing, you know, a little, you know, I just like these games that we play in the morning. So go ahead, Keith. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. All right, get ready to call clatter. in. 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. We want you to see if you can name this noise. And if they can, Keith, tell them what they'll win. As always, you can win one of our wonderful books from the Christian Car Guys Prize Vault. Yes, all you have to do is call in at 866-348-7884 if you think now, again, if you've listened to the show before, if you're a first-time listener, the noise will always have to do with the topic of the show, okay? <laughs> just, you know, if you listen to the intro, you know, Robbie's thinking along these lines. So, you know, there's, there's lots of hints out there that this, I didn't come up with these noises just in a vacuum. I mean, this, this noise will- Vacuum and dust. Okay. <laughs> I like that, Bill. That's thinking on your feet. But that wasn't where I was going. So, w w with that, 
Go ahead, Keith. Let's see if they can name that noise. The real high-powered Jackie Wing. Are you that? Still no guessing, Bill. I mean, we got to give them a chance to win. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. If you can name that noise, we'd love to hear you on that subject but you might remember the butt dust one show and the way that (laughs) (laughs) that started out was with this old joke that i just love to tell where this little girl was sitting with her mom in the front pew listening intently to the pastor on the 103rd psalm and she hears him quote for he knows who we are but dust and that our days are few and brief like grass like flowers blown by the wind and gone forever and the little girl in a shrill Loud voice asks her mother, Mommy, what is butt dust? <laughs> <laughs> and who is art in heaven? Yeah, so, you know, the interesting thing is that man's name and also the name for man in Hebrew is the same thing. I don't know if you knew that, but if you want to say man in Hebrew, you say Adam. And if you want to say what the first man's name is, it's Adam. But even more interestingly, along those lines, if you look up dirt in Hebrew, or if you look where it says that, you know, in, in Genesis 2, where God made man out of the dust of the ground, well, that dust of the ground is Adama. In other words, man's name is, or the name of man is Adam, well, Dirt is you just take the word Adam and you add a hey on the end of it. It's a little Hebrew letter meaning pay attention to this. It's important. (laughs) And so the fact that we are dirt is significantly important. So with that in your mind, and as you're sitting there pondering this thing, which we're going to, you know, it all comes together, name that noise and all that stuff, is have you considered that when Jesus was telling the parable of the sower or the soils, in Matthew 13, this perhaps was not a metaphor. I mean, yes, it was certainly a parable, but had you ever considered that we really are different kinds of soil? <laughs> but uh, yeah, as it were, and, and and so along those lines, I would love. I'm, I'm really wanting your help. I would love for you to call in and name that noise. That would be great at 866-348-7884. But I really want us to think along the lines of if I am the hard path, what does that look like in my life? And could it be that even after I am a believer, do I still struggle with certain hard paths where the seed gets snatched away by Satan? And if so, what does that look like? What 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 is that practically? <clears throat> And if you got a comment on that, I would love to hear it, 866-348-7884. Even more fun, because I've thought about this one all week and talked about it with several friends, what are the rocks, right? You got rocks in your soil, that's what Jesus talked about. What are those rocks? If this has to do with me and my my soil, <laughs> you know, you know, it's really, really cool that, that Matthew, excuse me, that John Bunyan, when he wrote Pilgrim's Progress, he, he had Pilgrim down in the, in the Valley of Humiliation, and, and he mentioned that the soil is the richest in the Valley of Humiliation. Not a lot of rocks down there, it, you know? 
Just saying. <laughs> so what do you think are the rocks? What do you think are your weeds, perhaps, things that are sucking the life out of you that Jesus might have been referring to? I would love, I mean, we need your help today. 866 348 7884 truth Bill, you've been thinking about this always. Well, yeah, I, I have a fun time. A few days before I go on air, I send Robbie a text, and I ask him what the topic's going to be, and then I hold my breath because <laughs> there's absolutely no telling what I'm going to get back. And this time when I texted, it said, Robbie, please, what's the topic going to be Saturday? He, he sent back a one-word answer, <laughs> earth. And I'm sitting there, and I'm gnashing my teeth, and I'm wondering, should I send back a really smart, smart reply? And then he sends me an extra little text that says, uh, as in the parables of the soil. Now, I hate to say this. I've always studied this as the parable of the seeds. So I actually had to Google parable of the soil and then was surprised that it was more or less what I thought it was. So then when I got here this morning, actually <laughs> actually last night and this morning, I went on the webpage to see what wonderful story that Robbie has put up. And he puts up some beautiful stories. I went through all the possibilities, and I said, ah, he got up late, and he did not post anything, so I don't know what's going on. But it turned out that butt dust... <laughs> Butt dust was how he described the topic that he told me was going to be earth. So I've got to say life is always fun and interesting. This particular story, without knowing where Robbie was going, had always been one that frustrated me just a little because I always think as an evangelist. And I always like to share that in my world and my thought that the fruit that Jesus is talking about is other believers, that when you get ready to take your last breath and you look back, you want to see lots of people that are going to join you in heaven because you shared a little bit of yourself along the way. But then there have been some ministers that I've known that really weren't evangelists and wanted me to be absolutely sure that I understood that the fruit of the Spirit is what this actually refers to because I don't think they wanted to look back and see how many people they brought along with them. Well, what it says is the seeds of the kingdom, right? And this is the harvest. So we're, we got a lot to talk we about. Do. We need your voice. 866 when we come back. <laughs> and a thousand times I've seen this road a thousand times So we are talking butt dust too today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. Because I, I think there's some stuff to really process here. Sure. And, and I, 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 I love the controversy, actually. And so I would love for you to speak openly. What do you think? Is this just about evangelism? Is, is this something that we as believers ought to cultivate our soil? Or is, is, is this something that... Are you for or against butt dust? Are you? Are you? Yeah, you might be thinking I'm voting for 
for Bill all the way. This is strictly evangelism. Or am I with Robbie? That And Robbie, by the way, thinks it definitely does have to do with evangelism. But I'm a both and and guy. And I, I think it's more than, than the Holy Spirit as well. I think that what Jesus said was it's the, the seed of the kingdom. And, and so it's actually when you begin to you see the people that are in the good soil, right? And they got 30 and 100 fold. To me, the Great Commission says we're supposed to go make disciples. Yes. And so just leading somebody to Christ is not necessarily all the fruit that he has in mind. No, they've got to start leading people too. Right, right, right. And so, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's all sorts of stuff. But again, we would, you know, love for your voice, but you got to name this noise. I mean, let's, Keith, would you mind playing that again so they can hear it? 866-348-7884. So there you go. If you could name that noise, which may have something to do with the parable of the soil. A soil. Body vacuum cleaner. Bill likes sower, so we'll go with the parable of the sower, 866-348-7884. So just work with me here, Bill, for a minute, okay? That I myself, this is Robbie Dilmore, right? I find myself, when I think about the hard path, at times, I am so used to doing certain things in my life that I have created a rut, and I can do it so automatic that I don't even think about God. And if he is planting seed along the time while I am in the middle of that rut, then Satan could easily pick my brain. He could easily pick my pocket and I not get something that was actually sent that way because truly, <clears throat> I wish to say that I was totally engaged, that, you know, like Psalm 1 says, you know, meditating on the word of God morning in total prayer and all that stuff. But there's times that honestly, we act like husbands and don't listen properly. (laughs) You're getting the picture. Yes. Yeah. So do you ever have that in your life? Well, you know, sometimes my wife accuses me of not listening to her really well. And I always think that's a strange way to start a conversation. So, I'm thinking about this. When you're driving your car, because, you know, this is a Christian car guy show, and, and we, we are going to talk about the Jesus, labor, love, and all this, but when you're driving your car, if you're in a rut and you always go the same way to work, right? You, you can do that somewhat mindlessly if you're me. I could almost do it with my eyes closed, it seems like, but. Now, your insurance agent wouldn't want to hear that. <laughs> and for those of you who've never listened to us before, Bill is my insurance agent, okay? And he's also the Christian insurance guy. But And so... And he's a lot safer driver than he sounds. I, I am saying if I intentionally go, okay, God, I really do want to hear from you today, I'm going to go a different way. And I am going to see what you are going to show me along this path. Maybe I'm going to go the same way and ask God to show me something different along the path. But in either case, right, I don't want to be in a rut. I, I, don't, I don't want to be hard-packed. I, I want to be loose soil that's thirsty and hungry. You know, it's good soil. It's like that. Don't you think, Bill? Well, I, I, so I, I've sort of been thinking about my, the way I 
react to my daughter sometimes and certainly need to put this into practice. <laughs> as far as, yeah, being attentive and being actually present. Well, we had Debbie, we lost her, so if you'll call back, that would be great. 866-348-7884. We would love to hear. Really, if you've got something, you think you know what that means, the hard path and then the hard heart, so to speak, and what that looks like. And had you really considered that this really is, you know, us, we can get kind of compacted and hard, <laughs> hard put. But the one that really really had me baffled honestly was the stone you know the stones and and so i went to breakfast this morning with a friend who'd been a pastor and all this and i said man my friend darren i said well you got to tell me what were the stones you know i get the i get the what you do go eat at four o'clock this morning i know this was this was wednesday wednesday oh, okay and, and um he said, well, let's think about that. You know, the storm the builders rejected, that was the, this, this is foundational stones. Maybe you got foundations in your life, paradigms, things that you are basing your whole world on that are bad foundations, bad paradigms, bad, you know, stuff that isn't of God that you, you literally, you know, are looking at life through. And and one of which that we talked about at breakfast was actually American culture, the entitlement, you know, whole, you know, kind of thing that we, you know, we're Americans and, and, and freedom means that we have the right to do this and we have, I, you know. Yeah, I sort of think you got a farmer, a farmer's got a particular time during the year where he can plant a crop. He can't just go out 12 months out of the year and plant a crop. Well, there's downtime. There's time when you don't have there's not much to do at uh, a uh, smart farmers out picking up those rocks around his good field so that his field gets bigger and bigger and bigger but that's a real aggravating pain in the you know what job to go out and pick up all those rocks to make your really good ground larger so maybe it's the areas of our life where we're Instead of going out and working to expand our Christ-likeness, we're watching TV and yeah. internet. And some people get on Facebook probably a little bit more than that, they should. That could be weeds, too. So I think this is big. I think this is huge. We need your help. You can see we're struggling here. 866-348-7884. Debbie's called back, so we're going to get to hear from her after the break. We need your Maybe you know what that noise is. We're going to talk about a lot. Stay tuned. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. I 
say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. But dust too today on the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. We're talking about are we but dust and we got a little name that noise game going on we got a couple of uh contestants but i would ask that you both stay on the line so that i can get a chance to, to even if the other person guessed it i still want to talk to you so please please stay and first we got david is in north carolina david you're on the christian car guy show good morning hello how are y'all i am good what do you think that noise is I think it's an old international harvester pneumatic seed planter. Wow. Now that is a, that's just off the hook. Well. You know, David, <laughs> that is cool. That I, I, you know, you're really making me wish that I'd tried to find that name specifically, but you know, while this other thing was going on, that was, a, you know, there might've been an international harvester seed planter in the background and that's how it got. Oh, just so where we didn't even know <laughs> that the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. That, there might've been one driving by. <laughs> so, so uh, David, have you ever thought about what the rocks are in the parable of the sower? The stone? Pardon me? You said you mean the stones because you talked also about the foundation stones. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the rocky, talking the about rocky the soil. Rocky yeah, soil. just yeah, the rocky soil. What do you think that is? I think it's culture, probably. Culture. It's, it's the the roughness of um, trying to get anything significant to stick when you've got too much background noise. Kind of like the little three to five year old that you know, puts their hands over their ears and hums the tune when they don't want to hear what mom says to do. La, 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 la. <laughs> I, I get that's great. That's a great answer. Kind of, you got to go, go get the stones out of the way to get to the good soil. So sometimes when you share the gospel, it takes a while because there's so many cultural factors that keep people from really hearing it. That's, I guess that's the way I would look at it. That's one. And then some of the other things, too, in the parable probably are similar but i think everything's on kind of a continuum you know with god because you got stories like nicodemus where he's told you know you're not far from the kingdom you got other people that are told you know you're in the kingdom the other ones you're right at the door of the kingdom so i see all those hindrances as being kind of different levels of resistance to allowing the gospel to take hold i guess that's how i would see it that's great stuff david god bless you thank you so much for calling in today and we sure. will get that Y'all take care. thank you god bless bye-bye well we have debbie is in pineville north carolina debbie you're on the christian car guy show good morning good morning robbie i am so excited to hear what you think that noise is <laughs> i think it is a, a carpet cleaner a carpet cleaner well, let's play it one more time Keith says she can hear it. That's some serious carpet cleaner there. <laughs> See, I agree with her. I think she's what. And I'm just going to say once again for 
you know, while this was being recorded, there could have been a, a high-powered carpet cleaner in the background. <laughs> And, and it would make sense because it's getting that dust out. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> all out the crack. <laughs> so, so while I got you, Debbie, have you ever thought about what the stones are? I, I, I've been thinking about it all week. And um, I kind of think it might be the problems we have in life that um, distract us from the truth and our faith. Um, they're, they're just, they get in the way. I like oh, that. I like that, because they weigh us down. They do. They do. That's, and if we don't look to him, uh, they can they can crush us. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. That's heavy duty even, Bill. We <laughs> <laughs> were back to the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> One that can pick up those stones, man. That would be awesome. Well, that's great, Debbie. Thank you for calling in and winning oh, today. You. We will get that stuff out to you. God bless you. God bless you, and thank Remi- you for your show and your humor. I really enjoy it. Oh, thank you. Reminds me of the commercial where they use the vacuum cleaner to pick up bowling balls. I never could figure out why you needed to pick up bowling balls with it. There you go. There you go. But it go. made a good commercial. God bless you, Debbie. Bye bye. God bless you as well. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. You can see that there's possibility that you could win a book. All you have to do is name that noise eight six six. Three four eight seven eight eight four, and yes, it does have to do with the topic today. And I like the both those answers. I mean, an international seed planner, which I don't think I've ever seen one of those, Bill. But you know, it's, we it can would, Google it. It would be cool. I don't know whether they'll have the sound attached to the Google. Though. But I like that. Yeah, and and you know, I've been trying to think about the whole car thing because here, here's one of the realities that I face. You know, with the Jesus Labor Love, if you're a first-time listener, we help single moms, widows, families in crisis with car repair. And, and you know, when these ladies, and, and I get a chance to talk to them, you know, when they submit their applications, and I can tell you, they are weighed down. And, and you can see that in their life, you know, right now, they can't get over the stone. I mean, they, they, they're trying to figure out how to get to work, how to take care of their families, how to do this, and they see no way. Um, but fortunately, you know, God makes a way and, and, and often we don't always, you know, see the way that they, he comes through. But a lot of times, honestly, other people come through, we do our part, we pray and, and we help a little bit financially, but I see other people come in and help financially. I see repair centers come in and help financially. In other words, I just sit there back there and watch and go, Oh man, look, you know, this stuff is happening, but it is extremely weighty. And it's really, really cool, you know, when I see stuff that where the listeners that we have, you know, they participate in so many different ways. They pray, which is huge, gigantic, because I'm more convinced than anything that one of the biggest things that is going on is a spiritual attack. Think about it, Bill. They're calling the Jesus labor love, right? (laughs) You know, I'm not calling the Salvation Army, or I'm not calling, in other words, I'm calling an organization that starts out with the word Jesus, and we were very intentional to start it with the word Jesus, because we wanted people to know where the help was coming from. It wasn't coming from us, it was coming from Jesus. But it's interesting to me how many times you, you can feel the weight of that load come off the person as you pray. And, and, and you know, it's hard to ask for help. 
and 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 all that stuff. So, you know, I think this is this fits in well with this topic that we're talking about. Is is we really are soil, and it's it's an interesting thing that in that Adama, if you were to break down that word that means man, the second letter is a Dalit, and the Dalit. There's two of them in the name David. If you can hear them, you hear it, David? It's, there's a Dalit Vav Dalit. And the Jews teach, and I believe it's true, that he was one of the most humble men. That Because Dalit. Adam. You're right. No, David. David. David, his name was Dalit Vav Dalit. Adam has a, da, a Dalit, and it's in the second letter. It's a D, okay? So, but it means poor. <coughs> And when you think about dirt poor, I mean, you got to kind of get the picture that Adam came out of the dirt. Well, and David, <clears throat> if you know all of David's story, um, you would find at times he was extremely dirt poor in the cave when his brothers wouldn't hardly talk to him. <clears throat> you know, he had lots of places where, you know, essentially he was in the dirt. And, you know, this happens that he was the psalmist, you know, that, that he wrote so many things, including the first psalm where he talked about, <clears throat> right, if you meditate on his word day and night, he's getting those seeds into his soil, into his Adama, right? And, and, and you kind of get the picture of that. So we have Dawn and Snowmahosh. I might have said it right for the first time in my life, probably not, <laughs> Washington Don, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, and you have it wrong. <laughs> there are three <laughs> syllables there. Okay. S-N-O for snow, H-O for ho, and M-I-S-H for mish. Snow, O, mish. Now, there's got to be something behind that. Does that mean something in Ararat? It's Indian. It's Indian. That is wonderful. I love it. So, snow homish. There you go. Oh, that's better. If I'll, I'm going to keep trying. Anyway, I'm so grateful I, you called I, in. What do you think the noise is? I think that it's somebody spinning their wheels. Whoa! We have a winner. We have a winner. But stay with us through the. Can you stay with us through the break, Don? Okay. Please, okay. please. I would love to talk to you on the other side. So we come back. Okay. Somebody is stuck in a rut. I can't imagine. <laughs> so we come back. Stay tuned. We've got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. We are talking but us today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We still have Dawn in... Yes, sir. I'm going to try it again. Snohomish. Very good. Washington. Anyway. And and so uh, she guessed that we were in a rut, and this person was spinning their wheels trying to get out of it. And, wow, how many people have you seen spin their wheels in your life trying to get out of a rut? <laughs> Well, it reminds me of the scripture, be not weary in well-doing, because many people have 
taken the scripture of uh, go and make disciples. Well, not everybody is a seed planter. There's waterers, there's harvesters, mm-hmm. and the people who are thinking, well, I've got to make disciples, I've got to make disciples, and they're not, they, they look back behind them and they don't see the seed that they've sown. They haven't seen any of the harvest. Well, sometimes when we try and win people to Christ, it isn't our effort, it's the effort of the Holy Spirit. And if their heart isn't ready, you're spinning your wheel. I've heard it said that for everybody that accepts Christ, on average, they had seven opportunities to do so before they finally accept it. And your effort number three is just as important as the number seven. Yes. Yeah, we just, you know, if, if, if you've got an opportunity, you know, there we go. That's wonderful, Dawn. God bless you. Thank you for calling in today and winning and naming that noise. Thank you very much. Have a great day and continue doing the work of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's great to hear from somebody up there in Washington. Well, we have this project here at the Truth Network I need to mention. Um, is called the Persecution Project. And we have been talking about the persecution that's going on in the Nuba Mountains. And there is a wonderful video that is posted there at truthnetwork.com called Medina's Song. And to go there, you kind of get an idea, like the Jesus Labor Love, that there's a lot of suffering that's going on that, you know, it's, it's just hard to face suffering, Bill. I mean, you know, one time, and here was the example of this that I learned, which I think has to do with today's subject, is we had a Bible study at the dealership that we had there in Moxville, and it was right behind a, a assisted living facility. And some of the people over there wanted us to move it over there because they wanted to take part in it. And and interestingly, when we moved the Bible study to the retirement or the assisted living place, nobody wanted to come because why? There's a bunch of old people over there. They don't. It might be catching. You ever notice you hang around with old people? <laughs> you start getting older. Well, <clears throat> when you got down inside that, we found that they just didn't. They couldn't. They don't like to watch people suffer. It's hard to watch people suffer. It's difficult to watch people suffer. And so I know you may have been hearing about what's going on in the Nuba Mountains and the persecution that's going on there and the people that are being starved to death and the people that are getting bombs dropped on them. But it's called Medina's Song. And by watching that, you are not going to see suffering. I'm just going to say you'll hear what's going on. But what you're going to see is, the, is, is a lady with tremendous joy and tremendous hope in her soul. And, and, and I think you'll really be able to see how God gives people joy in the midst of what you would think they would be look like they're suffering. But if you could, if you could come with me on, you know, I do a, at that, it's that same retirement or the assisted living place. I do it every week and have, I don't know how many years, but a long time. And, and if you could see the joy, really, and, and in Christ and some of these people, you, you would see that it's actually a, a big time. I get way more out of going over there. Then, then they get by me going over there. I can assure you, I, I never come away from there where I, where, I, where I don't feel like I've visited something. But it's an interesting thing that, that God put on my heart to also to share today, besides the parable that we've been talking about, is that I have abandoned some places where I know they're suffering. 
<laughs> and, and and he wanted to get my attention about that. That you know, I've I got two or three projects that I'm working on. One of those being the Jesus Labor Love, and I kind of hate to go into the midst of it. I really mm-hmm. do because I I see the suffering, and I kind of want to back out. But God is prompting me today, and I hope He's prompting you that that you know what He's in there. He hasn't abandoned them, and so if we'll go ahead and move forward and move into that, that 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 even though you may think you're going to be involved in a lot of suffering, what you actually find out is when Christ is there in the in His presence is fullness of joy, and 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 I'm thinking that He's telling me, Robbie, there's opportunities in this place, these places where I'm not wanting to go. Yeah, the last place I wanted to go was retirement home. I, it just frustrates me. And the most difficult part there is the assisted living. And about a year and a half ago, my wife and I, because a family member, every Sunday afternoon now we go to Brighton Gardens and spend an hour or two down there talking to the folks. If you're the least bit musical or if you just want to pretend that you're musical, I promise you there's a retirement home there's an assisted living facility somewhere around that would love for you to come over and spend a little bit of time. You, you want to play checkers? I promise you there's a retirement community, there's a rest home somewhere around close to you that would love for you to come in once a month and just spend a little bit of time with some of the folks because there, there are a lot of people there that just don't have any visitors at all. It's, um, yeah, and it's so amazing it's, it's, what our world's done. You know, and being that we're the Christian Car Guy show and we have this ministry to people that are suffering, and so we post the prayer requests as they come. <clears throat> and I tend to post them about every other week when the hard ones are there. And I wonder if sometimes people say, well, I don't look at that. And But I, I, I just think God's going to meet us there. I, it's hard because, you know, I get it. And, I, and I'm suffering with the same stuff, and God's, you know, kind of <clears> – <throat> sharing with me that at this point in my life, he, he, he really wants to show me that he's there in the midst of suffering. And it's an interesting thing. If you read much of Paul's writings, I mean, time and time and time again, and, and certainly in Colossians, he talks about sharing in the suffering of Christ, you know, what it would mean to have suffering in my own body that would fill up what was lacking in the suffering of Christ. You, you mean he just didn't sit in a recliner in front of the TV? <laughs> No, uh, you know those those verses are are are, are provoking, and, and I, you know, as is the parable of the sower. If you provoke yourself with it, I, I understand that that you know we can look at other people and think how can we better help them cultivate their soil. But I'm thinking I got a big old something in my own eye where I need to cultivate my own soil, and then I get so excited and so happy that I want to share that you know. That to me, the lady um, Dawn mentioned disciple making. Well, if you are so excited about something that you read in the Bible this morning, or so excited about something you heard on the Truth Radio Network or on the radio station you're listening to that carries this show, you know, if you'll go carry that message that they made you excited to somebody that you're just sitting with in a restaurant, there's three people on either side of you that are overhearing it, and and you know what I'm saying, Bill, that you're wetting the appetite. For everybody, is you share what God shared with you, you're his witness. I, I saw an article. I wish I could remember the stats, but it's like a third of the people haven't made a new friend in two years. 
Yeah. I, there are lots of folks out there that just you can ask them to go to lunch and then you can see how yeah. the conversation goes. You, you can steer it a little bit, do a little bit more listening. And so we would urge you, please, to join us at ChristianCarGuy.com. There you're going to find all about the Jesus Labor Love. Of course, the Butt Dust article we have there, if you're looking for my references and all that kind of stuff, podcasts and previous shows. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Thank you so much for listening today. We really, really appreciate it. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. He got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. She was grumpy just the kind of person that I like to avoid. Hi, I'm Karen Mulder with today's Caring Wisdom. When visiting my mother in a rehab center, I always hoped that Mrs. Grumpy would be in physical therapy. And then I heard the words of Jesus, when you do it unto the least of these, you do it to me. So I started showering Mrs. Grumpy, or Edith, her real name, With kindness, I brought her flowers and cookies. And one day when I was reading to my mom from the Bible, Edith said, would you mind opening that curtain so I can hear? Weeks passed and one day my mom said, have you noticed that Edith is becoming a nicer person? Yes, God can even use our little gestures of kindness to gradually change a person. Who needs a gesture of kindness from you today? God bless. Visit Karen's website, wisdomofthewounded.com, for additional resources on how to care well.